0: Ran, Mr. Crampersnap himself. Welcome to the program.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> I know at least one listener was disappointed, being like, oh shit, it's a Lydia episode. <laughs> I was like, nah, no, sorry. Uh, well, it's not. But it but it is in the way that Lydia Hath made an appearance. Yes. Yes. She's with us in spirit. Uh real talk. The other day I was scanning some stupid social media app and saw a video of a guy in i think he was in Prague. tiktok i actually don't remember it might have been it might have been an instagram reel i don't know but it was
0: stupid was it
1: it, pretty stupid but it was a guy it was a guy who was you ever see those videos of uh of of people doing like magnet fishing they have like a super heavy duty strong magnet and they go to like rivers or docks or whatever magnetic They're not going for fish. They're going for shit Mm. that got dropped in the river and people pull out weird fucking like, no, no, no. No, I'm I'm, clearly, I'm not familiar with that. (laughs) Got it. So anyway, it's it's a thing that sometimes people do uh, for internet clout because, you know, every once in a while you pull something fucking weird out of the river. And no um, joke. I'm fucking tossing bikes in the river, bro. And no joke. This guy in Prague literally pulled a bike out of this like super duper heavy duty magnet in, in my head. I was like, I'm just throwing bikes in the river, bro. Like I literally had that. I was like, that kid, <laughs> that kid's been hanging out where this guy's magnet fishing. Clearly yeah, yeah. because. Uh, because, yeah. Hell yeah! Good job, kid. <laughs> just you know, it, it was one of those things where I was like, I always thought that kid was joking, but now I'm not so sure. Mm-mm. Now I'm not so sure. Mm-mm. Now I'm just not so sure. What's uh, brought you joy lately, buddy? Oh, buddy. Well, we're uh, we're under we're under strict blizzard conditions here in the Twin Cities. <laughs> I- Feels a little bit that way. No, it's not. It hasn't been so bad yet.
0: No, it is a little concerning though. When like, if you go look at the forecast and at the top, it's like severity extreme. Yeah, yeah. Possibility yeah. of death or
1: dismemberment to- or whatever the fuck. Totally. They're- the snow's gonna rip your fucking head off. <laughs> They're not <laughs> fucking around with the warnings. You know why, man? It's because everybody, everybody, not everybody, a whole bunch of people always do the oh, I wish I could have a meteorologist job because I could be wrong (laughs) 65% of the time and i still get my paycheck. Derp, 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 derp. What? And then they decide to go fucking drive on 35W and drive 85 miles an hour in a fucking snowstorm and spin out and cause like a 60-car pileup because they're fucking morons. So they're like, we gotta we gotta sure, boost sure, the sure. extremity of the warning so that nobody's uh nobody's nobody's stupid. Um no anyway, lockdowns lock been locked down. I can't keep track of what
0: dum dums are and are not scared of these days. Like cities, scary. Weather, not
1: scary. <laughs> not scary. <laughs> <laughs> covering your mask, covering your face with a mask in a public place, terrifying. Terrifying. Uh diseases? Not scary. <laughs> people who are people viruses, who are, fucking get in here, bud. People who are different than you, terrifying. <laughs> really, really scary. Your joy. What brought what is brought me snowstorm? joy? <laughs> we just been bullshitting. What brought me joy is a uh, wifey and I got away for a couple nights. Uh, took took a couple nights away from the bebe for the first time since the bebe Bay was mm. born. And What'd uh, you do? we uh, we just stayed in a hotel downtown and celebrated her birthday, um, which was outstanding. Which, which was really nice. Sleeping. Sleeping. How old is she? How old is she? How <helped> old's my wife? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so it was good, man. We had some dinners and had some drinks and just got to kind of sleep in for the first time in a really long time. And uh Hell yes! It was chill. It was very chill. She uh she was down to watch the dunk contest on Saturday night in our hotel room, mm. so we did, which was very nice. Fun. Nice. Uh yeah, no, that was good, man. It was really good. It was a really it was nice. It was refreshing. We hadn't done anything like that in a minute, so it was good. That's
0: outstanding. And uh in honor of Mr. McClung's dunk contest win. Yes.
1: My main goal is to blow up and then act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his cousin Excellent. his cousin Riffraff. Uh you know. It definitely caused me to go to Riffraff's. Twitter account and be like, Mm -hmm. is Riff Raff tweeting about this? And he was not tweeting about this, but he had lots of new music up that I had not heard before. That is just as outrageous as all of his past music. So good. That was fun. I love, I love me a Riff Raff song. I mean, he's hard not to like, man. He's just unabashedly doing his thing and he doesn't care. (laughs) And I love that. just,
0: (laughs) Just the way that like, you know, most rappers try and, Say things, uh use like metaphors, no. maybe some similes. Nope. Maybe like tell a story once in a while. Nah, I'm good <laughs> on that. Just comes in there and puts together a bunch of words that he thinks sounds cool together, and he'll be like,
1: "Purple pineapple, Dr. Pepper." <laughs> yeah, dude, sounds great. I be, I be doing drugs. You go find me in my Gucci sweater. His new song <laughs> is literally called Gucci Sweater. He just raps about a Gucci sweater for the entire hook, three times. Yeah. It's like a two-minute song.
0: You know what? I bet we could find him doing drugs in his Gucci sweater. hundred
1: percent. It's a two-minute song, three <laughs> choruses. If the choruses are exclusively about a Gucci sweater, <laughs> he raps in a very nice vehicle in the music video for two straight minutes. End of song. It's great. I've never sleeping
0: no- over elephants with legumes.
1: This <laughs> <laughs> is like them- a, a
0: fundamentally different be- approach
1: to writing, and I appreciate it. I be on them tricks. Purple hearts and red balloons. <laughs> Just, you know, rap about tricks. cereal shit. <laughs>
0: that's tricks. That's no uh, wait. That's Lucky Charms, my guy. Oh, Lucky Charms! What am I talking about? I know the I know the Lucky Charms by heart. <laughs> after, after Mason, and oh, I yeah, composed some music for yeah. them last summer. <laughs> that shit is permanently stuck a shame in my that brain. Never now.
1: Got used. Can oh, you put it, that oh, it drop it in here? Oh, oh no, it no. did. It's it's out there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Th- but there was a version of it that didn't get used. That was like a hot version. Well, we
0: we went through many uh many drafts, yes, but I'm, yes. the one that ended up uh on the General Mills or Lucky Charms or whatever the fuck YouTube channel uh it's out there. Let me see can, if uh, Yeah, can we play it? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, like, yeah, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Actually
0: Go ahead. I actually bought some lucky charms for the first time in like probably 20 years the other day. I love that, man. And I... uh
1: they're not nearly as good as I remembered. <laughs> well, that that definitely tracks. I mean, you uh, here... you've probably tried more food since then.
0: Yeah, it's just like the they're much more styrofoamy than I remember. Mm-hmm. The texture is all all wrong. It's just like it's like dust that's just been like compressed into shapes. It's it's kind of gross. Sounds
1: sounds big big styrofoam energy.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, here you go.
1: Aww. There's marshmallows flying around. Look, there you go. There's absolutely no reason that A Lucky Charms commercial should go that hard. And yet. And yet. And yet it does.
0: I can think of one reason, which is that it's fun.
1: (laughs) That you and Mason made it and that's the only reason it goes that hard. Because if nobody if nobody (laughs) if anybody else had made it, it would not have gone that hard. You don't need to think about
0: if you should if it should go hard. You need to ask, can it go hard? (laughs) What's the harder than I'm botching the uh, the Jeff Goldblum Jurassic Park line, but
1: sure, mm, sure, sure. We're sure. so
0: worried about if it should go hard. We never stopped. No, fuck.
1: So worried. Ah, fuck. I give up. So I think what you're trying to say is we were so worried <laughs> about if it could go that hard, we didn't stop to ask whether or not it should go that hard. <laughs> I will be a son of a bitch. That's what. There it is. <laughs> uh I love. Uh, it's so funny to me because I bet a bunch of people are just like, "Wait, Spencer makes Lucky Charms commercials with M- Eric Not Mason." Plural commercial, well, singular has made, and like <laughs> a lot of people, I think are going to be pretty <laughs> confused slash stoked about that fact.
0: Um. So my joy for the week, is, yeah, give me uh, some, give me some. I can see stuff. I got glasses. And One of I'm us. Po- I didn't know what I was missing, but, well, I did. I guess it was seeing things clearly, <laughs> but now I can and it's really nice. <laughs> I actually you, knew exactly what I was missing.
1: Well, well, you didn't. 2020 you, vision. <laughs> you, knew, you knew 2020 vision was missing. You didn't know what was behind the fuzz, though. You're just like, hmm, I see fuzz. Could be anything. Could well, be anything behind that, like, the fuzz. Those,
0: be, behind those fuzzy letters were probably, like, clearer letters, but yes. you never, I, who knows? Could have been deception could could have been hieroglyphics you don't know right you didn't know i've been fluent in wingdings this whole time (laughs) i actually never learned english (laughs) god
1: damn it (laughs) oh god damn it no it's good no it's great man you look handsome as shit oh thank you yeah buddy i realized
0: just now that we basically have the same glasses which is fun
1: yeah totally i um hey look Maybe you were just subconsciously influenced through the fact that you've seen me in these glasses a lot, and you were like, "That's what glasses are supposed to be." So that's what I'm doing.
0: You are the only person I've ever seen with glasses. So yeah, that I, tracks.
1: I mean, I, look, you're welcome. For I'll just say you're welcome. <laughs> uh, I will say this is this. Is, I wish they would sponsor the show. They won't, but. Fucking Zenny Optical, man! You take that fucking prescription straight to Zenny Optical, you can get every ding dang pair of glasses and every shape, color, size for like hmm. twenty bucks. Like they're the cheapest glasses really? that have ever existed. I don't Are know they, how they do it. Yeah, do they steal them? <laughs> do they, or do they give you cancer or no, something? I think they. What they do is, I think they skip the optometrist markup of about a hundred and fifty to two hundred percent. Uh, and then okay. they mass produce them in a factory and I think the materials are probably slightly less quality, but
0: wow, former twins, great. And now hall of famer, David, big poppy Ortiz has his own collection of glasses.
1: If you want to get weird, let's get weird.
0: I would love to have some, to big, have something some big from poppy glasses, uh, poppy vision, $29.95. Is
1: that, wait, do they really call a model of their glasses Poppy Vision? They absolutely do. And they're $30 glasses. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Yeah. So people are like, dude, why do you have so many pairs of glasses? It's like, it's like such a waste of money. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I have like six pairs of glasses, but they all cost me $30 a piece, which is the same <laughs> price as one pair of glasses at your optometrist's office.
0: Dude, Their collaborations are hilarious. It's David Ortiz, the San Francisco 49ers. Claire and George Kittle. I don't know who those people are. George Kittle's a football player, isn't he? Or was uh, a football player? Uh yeah, maybe. Pretty, pretty sure. Pretty sure. That's it. Those are the three. <laughs> yeah, football player, George Kittle. Okay. One baseball player, one football player, one football team.
1: <laughs> hey, look, they haven't been Girl, around that long. You know, coming. maybe they're just they're just they're getting started, you know? So, anyway, I'm just saying if you want if you want an option for us to not always be twinning, you can do that for sure, 30 sure. bucks if if you like.
0: Well, you just got to plan accordingly when I'm around
1: and not wear the the turtle tops. Cuz I know as a new glasses wearer, you only got right. you got the you got the one. All right, I'll right. mix it up around you. That's that that's what homies do. We be stylish in <laughs> complimentary ways, you know? Sure, sure. Or we can just match. I mean, that's that's a different type of stylish. All uh, right. Hey, I'm all about it. We get matching jumpsuits and shit, matching fucking <laughs> glasses, jumpsuits, all the all the fashion. Garfield Garfield <laughs> jerseys. Let's fucking go.
0: Oh, I'm sad we're not playing basketball tonight. <sighs> two two snowouts in one
1: season. It's a new record. <sighs> two snowouts, a forfeit, and a bye week. We've missed four it's weeks of basketball. It's fucking it's depressing.
0: R.I.P. Winter twenty three basketball season.
1: It's okay, guys. We'll be back in our spring league to continue bullshitting about our men's rec league that (laughs) none of you actually care about.
0: (laughs) It starts the week after this one finishes. Don't worry. Actually, no break. Don't worry. Um, So I've got a sort of a mess of things uh, that I dump. So when I'm planning episodes, I'll just dump links and little ideas into a Google Doc. And then Uh the ones that develop into, like, full episode ideas get their own Google Doc. And the ones that don't just sit in that other Google Doc forever. And so I thought we could go Uh, through a few of the things that didn't make it out of the big Google Doc. I remember...
1: um, Which is how we we used to
0: do Patreon episodes, basically.
1: Well, (laughs) what I was going to say is when we used to to be on the radio and we did the radio show in the Twin Cities... Mm -hmm this was almost always the format of the radio show cuz we felt like it was an easier way to do the radio show in like 5 10 15 minute bits instead of like trying to do cuz was it 90 minutes of radio?
0: I think yeah, something like that. It was like, 90... like yeah, you're probably not going to sit down and listen to the entire thing start to finish, so, so we'll give you we'll do we'll do like mini variety. stories,
1: little yeah. mini headlines. Okay, so we're doing yeah. a we're doing a a, a rapid fire ish episode, taking it back to the old school. The radio days, man. Think about how long we've been doing this. The You and I's going to the radio station seems like a bajillion years ago. Yes. What year would that have been? 18 or 19, probably. No.
0: Was it that late? I feel like it was even earlier than that. Well, when did did we started like, (laughs) what, very end of 2016?
1: Um, pff, I, Like November or something of 16 I don't even actually know the answer to that right now I believe you
0: Yeah so that was probably like Because we did it for a while Before We started doing Patreon episodes True true But yeah maybe it was earlier Because I think the radio show was What
1: then eventually turned into the Patreon
0: episodes I don't yeah. think we were doing both
1: No we just ended up being like Oh yeah <clears throat> if you want to hear these shows as you can't hear otherwise, right? we will put them... So yeah, Google. maybe it was like 2017. I don't know. You're probably right. It's probably right. It's probably 2017. First episode of this show came out January of 17. Okay. Um,
0: Okay, so we've got, first up, a Miley Cyrus interview with Rick Owens in which... Miley describes Whoa. her UFO experience
1: Okay um, Hang on who's who's interviewing who Here Sort of both Okay It's just like a
0: conversation I guess more Than a, a traditional interview
1: What's the uh, What's the
0: publication because here Because The interview magazine Oh got it Um, So about I don't know maybe Two thirds of the way, halfway into the interview. Uh, Miley says, Speaking of Area 51, do you believe in extraterrestrial beings? So she brings this up.
1: Okay. Coming in hot. Yeah. Uh
0: huh. Um, And Rick Owens says, I haven't looked into it. Have you? And Miley says, I had an experience actually. I was driving through San Bernardino with my friend and I got chased by some sort of UFO.
1: Sorry, I I don't mean to stop you already, cause I, but I'm a huge fan of them being in conversation and being like, do you have, do you have any thoughts about extraterrestrials? No, not really. Anyway, here's what happened to me. <laughs> oh yeah, like, clearly
0: just setting it up. You know when you when people ask a question <laughs> where they don't really give a shit about what your answer is, it's just like here's the thing I'd like to talk about, but it's rude to just say. Hey, shut up, let me talk about the thing I want to talk about I gotta tell about. you this fucking weird story, Rick <laughs> hey, 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 I know you're talking But yeah, fucking shut up for a minute Shut up for shut a minute,
1: a, a UFO chased me, Rick And I'm gonna need to talk to you about it right now Yeah I haven't I thought mean, honestly, much about this Alright, well, I have because it happened to me, Rick <laughs> Shut your mouth and let's go <laughs> Well, it's great that you haven't Because you can just shut the fuck up and listen to me then Oh, you haven't um, dove into it yet, Rick Well, how about we dive into it right now <laughs> No time like the present, my guy <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure about what I saw, but I also bought a bunch of weed wax from a guy in a van in front of a taco shop, so it what? could have been that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hold up. What
1: the fuck is a weed wax, bro? Weed wax, like the uh, oh the, my the concentrated God. shit. I thought it was like a like a weed whacker, but I was like, is this like a fucking like weed-based like pill or something? Okay, weed wax, sure. Yeah. It- you just, uh,
0: you take a, a leaf blower and you make a bong out of it. <laughs> you, put, <laughs> you put like a pound in the top and just <laughs> fire that bad boy up.
1: Hang on. I'm really sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm really, sure really sorry, it. but I have to go to youtube.com right now because someone has to have done that, right? All right.
0: Right. So blower. now I'm going to need you to, to shut the fuck up all from right, there all right, because right, right. the story is pretty, pretty wild. The best way to describe it is as a flying snowplow. It had a big <laughs> plow in front of it, and it was glowing yellow.
1: Okay, it's so a lot of yard work fl- going on here.
0: It was flying, and my friend saw it too. There were a couple of other cars on the road, and they also stopped to look. So I think I what I saw was real. I was shaking for like five days. It fucked me up. I couldn't look at the sky the same. I thought they might come back. And Rick said, so you felt threatened? I lo- like <laughs> He's tr- clearly trying to play along with like, I guess we're having this conversation, and I guess I should try and keep this conversation going because that's what this magazine's paying the, yeah, us. For yeah, yeah, right yeah. Now. This
1: is Interview Magazine, so I ha- I can't just be like, "Hey, lady, you're being weird right now." <laughs> it's not gonna fly. I didn't
0: feel threatened at all, actually, but I
1: did see a being
0: sitting in front of the flying object. It looked at me, and we made eye contact, and I think that's what really freaked me out—looking into the eyes of something that I couldn't quite wrap my head around. So Miley Cyrus saw. Uh, that's actually the end of the
1: interview too. <laughs> Wait, no way! Something. They cut the interview there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bro. You know. got to him. You know for a fact, Rick Owens stood his ass up. <laughs> <laughs> he was like and we're done here <laughs> are
0: you talking about freaky
1: woman <laughs> he's like i don't need this publicity or money or anything to to have this conversation so now we're done that's cool but uh i got some really tall shoes that need my attention <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i got a uh I got a black metal jacket that is gonna, I'm gonna sell for about $68,000 and I'm not capable of focusing on your shitty story, lady, cause I gotta <laughs> go build it. Uh,
0: Nordstrom's on the phone. I gotta go.
1: Oh my God. Uh,
0: all right. Next up, or sorry, did you Google, uh, leaf blower bong
1: uh yeah there's a real great video called hot boxing an rv with one ounce in a leaf blower and is literally a guy who made a bowl around the intake of the leaf blower with aluminum foil shoved an ounce in it lit it on fire with a blowtorch, and then just hit the go button and it pulled all Mm -hmm. the air through and i mean like I mean the, the RV is opaque, like you can't see anyone in it I <laughs> anymore mean, because of what they accomplished. If you
0: wanted like a list of the fastest ways to to blow three hundred bucks, <laughs> you that, found it. That would be near the top of that. You list. found
1: it. The weird part is though they left the door open and then everybody walks out, which I feel like sort of defeats the entire concept of hot boxing mm. an RV. But I mean I don't know. Maybe maybe everyone was like, oops, too much, too much, too much, too much. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Uh, next up. That's a weed whack. Carry on. Next up, I just wrote Jeremy
0: Corbell has a podcast. Oh, fucking
1: Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy.
0: <laughs> I left future me no links or anything. So <laughs> I, just,
1: I just Googled it again. Oh wait, 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 wait. Did you see the name of the podcast? Yes, I I have it pulled up. Do you want to guess? I kind of. I actually kind of do. Yeah, go ahead.
0: uh, Two two guesses. One, what's it called? Yep. And two, who is his co-host?
1: Oh, interesting. Um, can I? They're both guessable. They're both guessable. Yeah. Can I ask questions about the co-host, like like for some some data?
0: I don't think you you would need to, but sure.
1: Is it a is it it a famous person? Is it a UFO famous person? Yes. Is it a recent UFO famous person or a like further back? Like, is a person who's been famous in the UFO community for a long time or or a yeah, yes, but but is currently also like a George Knapp
0: kind of thing. Perhaps exactly him. Oh,
1: is it actually George Knapp? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Oh, crushed it. Okay. Oh, that's amazing. All right. Uh, Like I said, highly guessable. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, so it's... Wow. Jeremy Curbs and George Knapp. Honestly, kind of feel like George Knapp is sending himself down a notch. He he spends a lot of time
0: with that goofball.
1: Well, that disappoints
0: me, because I don't think anyone should spend time (laughs) with Jeremy Corbell. I mean, one... (laughs) One might also categorize George Knapp as a goofball these days, perhaps because of his associations. But
1: yeah, word. I don't know. I I haven't. I just I don't know anything about him contemporarily. But um, He's
0: definitely less of a goof than Corbell. But like, but not by much. If you want to, if you start
1: a podcast with George, Jeremy Corbell, you're not zero percent goof ass. Yeah. 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 Okay. um... And then, okay, the name of the show is going to be way harder, but I feel like it's going to be some stupid, like, unfound or, like, or like unseen or, like, the unknown. It's going to be, like, some dramatic fucking noun or, like, some, like, douchey, like... You're right, but know. it's actually That's stupider my, and douchier.
0: You're on stupider. the right
1: track. Okay, okay. Um, I got to come up with a real guess. I'm going to say... It's a word he's attempted to brand for for quite a while now. A a single word. Oh, is it like an undisclosed situation or like, or uh, disclosure? Disclosure. No, but close. All right, go ahead. I'll give up. Weaponized. Uh, What a fart, dude. God, he's (laughs) such a walking (laughs) fart, man. I like he sounds like, looks like, and smells like just a a walking fart. (laughs) <laughs> fucking this fucking guy, man. Got him. Uh, just a just a a walking, talking karate chopping fart. This dude, <laughs> I fucking can't with him. We- just, dude <laughs> is weaponized, Mister <laughs> Marshall. Farts over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's it. This has been the one podcast. <laughs> It's not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to surpass that this week. (laughs) 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 Fucking Mr. Marshall farts over here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. In Weaponized,
0: Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp pull back the veil on the world of the known to explore the unexplained. This multi-platform investigative series features exclusive interviews never before seen footage. Previously suppressed, suppressed documents, original audio and video recordings, and hard evidence related to UFOs, the paranormal. Holy fuck! This is all still one sentence. Cutting-edge science, cover-ups, conspiracies, and big-time crimes. Oh <laughs> big-time crimes. God. <laughs> Original, groundbreaking conversations with government whistleblowers, spies, spooks, scientists, military officials, muckracking journalists, filmmakers, historians, artists, musicians, and major celebrities will cast a wide shadow through the other Holy world and Christ. detail the human experiences that inform these extraordinary phenomena. That was sentence number two.
1: Could these? You're- could this dude be more self-aggrandizing <laughs> douchebaggery? I don't think I don't think it's possible. No. I genuinely don't think it's possible. Fuck no.
0: Oh. Um, there are one, two, three, four, five episodes out so far.
1: Oh, this is new.
0: Mm-hmm. New ish. It it launched uh just in January of this year. Episode one is called All Roads Lead to UFOs. Okay. Uh episode two is called UFO Swarms a Military Perspective. Episode three: The Pentagon's top UFO hunter with John Stratton. Okay. Episode episode four. Hold on, hold on. Remember yeah, when yeah, he said yeah. that there were going to be major celebrities? Up, up and away, Balloonapalooza with Dave Foley.
1: Dave Foley,
0: <laughs> you know, major celebrity. Dave Foley. Wait, who is Dave Foley? Yeah, well, fair question. Um, he's a Canadian actor, probably best known for news radio.
1: Wow. Okay. I, I literally don't even know who that is.
0: If you, I think he was on, um, uh, one of those sketch shows too, way, way back in the day, uh, kids in the hall.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. And then, I mean, honestly, I don't know acting wise. I know him from news radio, but he's probably done other stuff. Okay. But, uh, oh, Just Shoot Me, he was on that show.
1: Okay, sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, no, nothing crazy, but, like, has been acting for a long time. Major celebrity. This fucking, boy. This fucking guy, man. <laughs> and then I the just... most recent one is the science of animal, animal mutilations with Dr. Colm Kelleher of Skinwalker Ranch <laughs> fame.
1: All right, well, I have an important piece of information uh, for everyone to know, which is that if you really if you really want to see what a fucking boner this dude is in real life, uh, you can you can visit Jeremy Corbell's website by going to MarshallFarts.org <laughs> That that's that was it's worth been a while since we That heard. was worth $12 to me to be able to redirect MarshallFarts.org to the film work of Jeremy Corbell. <laughs> So, so there you go, everybody. Have a great have a great time sharing martialfarts.org with your friends. Uh, uh, it's been a while since we have registered a domain yep. on air. And actually, somebody reminded me of that in the Facebook recently. And I was like, that joke is worth $12, and I'm happy to pay it. <laughs> and also, I'm happy to bust on Jeremy Kerbs with a stupid internet redirect because uh, he's a martial fartist, and I... <laughs> Actually, MarshallFartist.com would be would be pretty good. Master that, of the Marshall Farts. And have that go to his Wikipedia page, MarshallFartist.com. <laughs> well, shit. Hang on. It probably exists. Right, if the well, .com doesn't exist, I'm not doing both. But if MarshallFartist.com does, it's for sure going to Jeremy Kerb's fucking Wikipedia. God, all this right. guy, this well, guy, this guy in fucking cop face, man, are like, these guys make me so mad. All right, move on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, all right.
0: Uh, next up. I just wrote Phantom Restaurants, and then there's a Reddit link. Phantom so, Restaurants? Uh-huh. Um, This is a link to the non-murder mysteries subreddit, which is uh, a pretty good time.
1: Is this the whole thing with people who like prop up fake restaurants and they just like buy food from other places and then sell it as their own food? Here's the thing. I don't know and we will find out together. That's tight.
0: I read a post a few days ago about eating at a restaurant that does not exist. There was an offshoot thread about eating at a restaurant and having amazing memories of it, but couldn't remember the name or ever find it again. A few people told stories of this happening and the stories really made me smile. Have more people had this experience. Maybe we can solve some of these. And then there's a link. Or no, not a not a link. Uh a link to a Reddit user who it says told an amazing story that involves a customer punching a horse in New Mexico. Oh, now we're talking.
1: <laughs> now we're talking. What? punching a heart okay <laughs> um, okay i'm tracking so far
0: <laughs> i can't the, uh, i can't find any link to that so we'll keep going all
1: right all right um, all right
0: sounds weird someone sounds else bad. someone else talked about a roadside barbecue that disappeared with no trace on the internet um Okay. Somebody thinks they found a fake Truman Show town. Oh, that's kind of um, kind of creeping me out. Somebody, somebody went through a town that doesn't exist. Is this okay, related to go. the restaurants go, or no? This is all right. We've got a we've got a dot wordpress personal ghost Let's stories dot wordpress dot com. There's a blog entry from. March 9th of 2013, titled Ruby Tuesdays, New Mexico. Uh huh. All right. I'm
1: mm-hmm. here. I'm with it. All right. It's a long story. You, you want the whole thing? I'm giving. I mean, all right. <laughs> Shh, bro. What else are we doing? What else are we doing? (laughs) It was literally going to (laughs) be my question. Look. You think I don't have time for this? We've already
0: fulfilled our obligations with Marshall Fartist for (laughs) for the episode. So anything from this
1: point on is just bonus. I bought MarshallFarts.org and kicked my feet up. So so let's roll, baby.
0: (laughs) In the winter of 2009, my brother and I took a road trip from Portland, Oregon to Port St. Lucie, Florida and back. We made the trip to visit my sister who lives there. She and her husband had just had their first child, blah, 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 blah. Okay. On the trip, we took a combination of freeways from the Northwest all the way down to the Southeast corner, basically on a diagonal across the country. But several times throughout the voyage, we were delayed by snow. The trip, which should have taken about three days, ended up taking five. Um, eh, Whatever. On the way back to Portland, we decided to take I-10 the entire way. This stretch of freeway runs all the way from Florida to LA and would keep us completely away from the snow. It added a few hundred miles, but we both need to be home for work that following day, and this was a surefire way to not be delayed. The first day of the return trip uh, was uneventful. We drove 1,300 miles, which is fucking oh crazy God, for one day. Oh my God, what in a day? I mean, like a 24-hour day, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: did anybody sleep? Um... Okay, we left San Antonio and, quote, the glitches started happening. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) The car we took on the trip was an 08 Honda Civic Hybrid. The entire trip we had been getting about 35 miles per gallon, so we had become very aware of how many miles we could squeeze out of one tank of gas. We knew we had to refuel around 350, but we also knew that we could stretch it to the low 400s if we had to. About 100 miles outside of San Antonio, I noticed that the fuel gauge was dropping noticeably faster than usual. So I clicked the button to change the, the dashboard display and saw that we were getting barely 26 miles per gallon. Okay. At first I was surprised, but I thought maybe it was because we'd been driving uphill for a while. Um, I thought throughout the course of an entire tank of fuel, I would aven- it would eventually balance itself out and we'd finish around 35 miles per gallon. But I was wrong. I kept a very detailed log of the entire trip and the one stop in Fort Stockton, Texas is the only anomaly in the book. The car, which had consistently held around 35 miles per gallon, suddenly finished off an entire tank under 26, which is about a hundred mile range difference in the range of the vehicle. I can't figure out to this day, why there was such a drastic sh- drastic shift in fuel consumption in that one stretch.
1: Mm, okay. okay, whatever. Yeah, I mean, also, like, you've been fucking putting hella fucking miles on your car, literally end-to-end diagonal as hard as humanly possible. Right. Through mountains and snow and fucking all kinds of terrain. Like, I don't know, you might have needed an oil change, my boy. Like, that's not... I well, mean, I don't know.
0: I think they're saying... It dipped, and then after they refueled, it went back to normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you, but just whatever. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. I've come to the conclusion that it was an intentional glitch in order to make us pull over where we did. Our original plan was to refuel about 50 miles later in a town that I can't remember, but we ran short and had to stop early. Um. We pulled over, refueled. Pretty soon after we got back on the road, we realized we were no longer on I-10 heading west. Instead, we were on North Highway 285. We didn't think much about being off the interstate because many times throughout the drive, we had been directed onto bypass highways. We assumed this was just another such instance. About an hour and a half later, we crossed into New Mexico, which was about two hours earlier than we should have crossed the border. By this time, we realized the GPS thought this was a more efficient way to go, even though... By all accounts, it's about an hour faster if we had stayed on I-10. We were annoyed, but decided to just stick it out to GPS. Nearly five hours after refueling, my brother and I were hungry inside. it was time to find somewhere to eat. Driving through this part of New Mexico is kind of lonely. There are very few towns, and where there are towns, they are small and on the verge of becoming ghosts. Um, my brother and I have talked about what happened next so many times, but we still can't figure it out. We passed through a small town with a couple gas stations, and we know the town was named Vaughn, like V-A-U-G-H-N, New Mexico, and then about 20 miles later, we drove through a town called Encino, New Mexico, which did not have a gas station. In fact, the second town didn't really seem to have much there at all. I wasn't sure if anyone was living there, and I remember questioning why it existed in the first place, but then quickly dismissing it and driving right through Ten miles after passing through Encino, we came across a town that wasn't uh, wasn't on the GPS, which wasn't a big deal. Um, uh, yeah, the city was definitely not brand new, so I figured the GPS was just being weird. The the oddest part of this finding the city, neither of us remember seeing any warning that we were coming up to a town of this size. It had several fast food joints, restaurants, hotels, motels, a grocery store, and a few bars. If I had to guess, I would say that this town was probably about 20,000 people. We pulled off to get a bite to eat, and normally we probably would have grabbed some fast food, but my brother saw Ruby Tuesdays and really wanted it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Hey, man, I've been on a road. I've been on a road for days and days and miles and miles, and you know what sounds fucking good right now is a chicken bacon ranch club from Ruby freaking Tuesdays. (laughs)
0: Yep. We pulled in the Ruby Tuesday's parking lot, got out of the car, and walked in. Immediately upon entering, a waitress who was uh, around the host station says, Oh my word, is that N and G? As in, first initials of their names. Both my brother and I answered that it was us, and the waitress went on to ask how life was in Portland. Suddenly it clicked, this person somehow knows who we are, but we're over a thousand miles from home. So a waitress knows their names and that they're from Portland and neither of them have any idea who she is.
1: All right. All right.
0: Okay. My brother and I both gave very basic answers to her question and I could tell she was kind of unsettled that we were being evasive. Once we were seated, my brother immediately asked me where we knew her from, which was the same thing I was going to ask him. Neither of us had, had any idea who she was. And figured she must have mistaken us for some other people. Uh, about a minute later, the bartender comes over and says, "No fucking way, G and N, you guys are back." My brother went on to tell the tell the guy that they had us mistaken with some other people. He laughed and dismissed my brother's response as a joke. The bartender continued on seamlessly and started asking us how we fared in the three month anatomy and physiology courses we had taken at Oregon State. Suddenly, this was not a coincidence. My brother and I had taken a three-month, 15-credit A&P class at Portland State University when we were in our early 20s. Finally, I asked the guy exactly where they knew us from, and he just kind of paused and started looking at me. Then he said, Oh, damn. You guys just must look really similar to some people that used to work here. He apologized and claimed he had to get back to work. After a while, our food came, and my brother and I noticed that they had switched out waitresses from the person who recognized us when we walked in. Wasn't a big deal, but a bit strange. Next, a guy who I can only assume was the manager started walking over to our table with a big smile on his face. As he got within about 10 feet of us, he kind of started looking over my head and stopped. I think someone behind me was directing him not to talk to us. Mm. (laughs) After he received the message, he sharply turned 90 degrees and walked away without saying anything to us. This had quickly become the most awkward meal of our lives. It went from people acting like it was a celebration for us to have shown up to everyone avoiding eye contact with us at all costs. After we finished our, our meals, the waitress came over and told us the cash, regist- cash register was frozen and that our meal was on the house. Uh, they got back on the freeway and the rest of the trip was normal. And they then tried to find, have since tried to find that town, and it seems not to exist on maps. Mm.
1: Phantom restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) I, um... Okay, so at first I was definitely going, these fucking guys stopped there on the way down, and they've been driving so hard. You're doing 1,300 miles every 24 hours. You guys are averaging, like, basically driving 80 miles an hour for 20 hours a day or whatever. Like you're fucking, you know, you're probably fucking, yeah, you're out of it. You're all, you're all fucking looped out boys. Maybe you stopped at a restaurant on the way down. Maybe the reason you were stoked to stop at a Ruby Tuesdays on the way back is because you were like, (laughs) huh, Ruby Tuesday sounds good. And maybe what happened was you had gotten Ruby Tuesdays on the way down (laughs) and talked to all these people. But the detail of like, oh, you just remind us of people that used to work here. But that's weird because you don't seem to, like, you don't seem to recognize us, but we know facts about you. It's, like, definitely different. It's weird. Stuff that happened in the past, too. Like, you wouldn't... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. In the course of eating a meal, probably talk about a college class you had taken years ago.
1: Right, right. With multiple
0: people, like the manager, the
1: bartender, the waitress, like... It definitely kind of, it, it's one of those, it's one of those stories. I feel like we've come across some of these during our, our episodes where the, um, people are practicing creative writing. It's people are definitely practicing creative writing, but it's like one of those like incidences where it's not, um, it's not consequential enough for me to be like, like uh the 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 less consequential the interaction, the more inclined I am to be like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the more consequential yeah. it is, it's like clearly like bullshit to me. But the ones that are like, oh, these people thought they recognized us, but they kind of like it seemed like they knew some shit about us, but they like they didn't and we didn't, and then it was just like over and done is like slightly more interesting. But I guess that's also sort of like a characteristic of the genre, right? Like that's like intentionally, like, it's just like a little, just a little weird little glitch in the matrix, right? Like the cat walked around the stairs yeah. twice, you know, it's just like, it's just, it's inconsequential, yeah. but, but material in nature or whatever. I think that, that genre of like
0: smallish, inconsequential weirdness fascinates me the most. Cause totally. like, you could <laughs> ignore it, But it's also pretty fucking weird. And if it like... Yeah. It could have some big ramifications or like implications, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you try and follow that... If you assume everything in that story is accurate as as it's told... Yep. Like, what, what does that leave you with? There are different dimensions there are different like parallel universes there are uh I, what else maybe like some sort of telepathy situation where they somehow know things about people they have like i mean Gangers. like i it no matter where it goes it leads you down some sort of weird path but
1: you could also just be like eh, that was weird and get back on the freeway and drive home yeah i guess the only other thing i would say is like I mean, if you are really going super duper ham on a fucking road trip, is there any universe in which these guys did stop? Did But the word the worked with is the is the yeah, is the is the kicker. Like they like they huh? like if they had stopped at this restaurant before, people could not know a thing about oh. them if they had stopped at it and told them stuff about themselves. But they're I'm like, oh,
0: though, at like a fast casual place are you on a first name basis with multiple people working no, at the restaurant yeah, by the time no, you leave? You're right.
1: You're right. You're right. You're right. No.
0: Like, I don't think I've ever gone into a, a spot like that and told anyone my name. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a little bit Mandela effecty in a way where it's like, things are slightly different than, or like they like rub up, like rub up against each other a little bit. Maybe, you know, yeah. like that, like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean it's a good story. It's definitely probably fucking somebody (laughs) somebody flexing their creative muscles, but it's interesting. It's well done. It's well done for what it is. What did it is. Um all right. The other one we got two left. We've got
0: celebrity number six. Celebrity number six? Yeah. Okay. Which is Some people trying to solve The mystery Of There was a uh, Like a shower curtain Or like a I just maybe just a curtain Curtain I guess Okay That was manufactured and sold by a company In the Czech Republic Mm -hmm. And it has This Pattern on it of Six People's, like, faces and, like, busts, like, shoulders up of these six people. Okay. And five of them are celebrities. Like, somebody was clearly going through Google Images or magazines or whatever and, like, doing very lightly
1: stylized versions of actual people. Sure, sure. So I, like, found a portrait of Mike Tyson in in ESPN magazine and I just like grabbed a line art version of that and threw it on a shower curtain.
0: Yeah, so like one of them is uh Adriana Lima, one is Jessica Alba. Uh Okay, so definitely one not is Orlando Mike Tyson. Bloom. So like some some well known oh, okay, okay.
1: I you you were going down a certain trend with those first two names. I thought it was a different shower curtain. All right, carry on.
0: No, and I think it's I, don't, I can't find like a full image of the the actual like curtain just the the fabric pattern so i don't know they may have put it on multiple like items yep um and no one can figure out who the sixth person is and there's this oh, huge I, love internet this. oh I love this built around trying to identify who the sixth celebrity is
1: oh, okay i need to see it can i see it uh is it uh, yeah, seeable here, Yes
0: What if Um, I just nailed it
1: What if I just nailed it right away There's been a community around this unresolved mystery And I'm just like I got it Actually here this this link is better
0: Uh, People have found The specific For the other five people have found the specific Reference images that were used Okay And then the
1: sixth one There's an entire subreddit dedicated to this concept Amazing It's okay celebrity because number six
0: it's hard to tell even it's jody foster what what <laughs> what gender the person is like it's probably a woman but it could be just someone with long hair and like the clothes it's hard to tell what like maybe it's a button-up shirt with a collar but also it's it's very like all the images are like uh stencilized you know so you just it's just a one color print so there's not a lot of detail right so there if you scroll through that subreddit people have guessed a whole lot of different folks and like some of them definitely seem plausible but like None are exact matches.
1: It's a really weird.
0: There's a list of like, mm, I don't know, a hundred plus people that have been suggested as potentially being that sixth person. It's a very
1: weird set of celebrities. Like Orlando Bloom is like extremely famous. And then like Ian Somerhalder who Don't was, know who that is. Who was in Lost and like oh. maybe only in Lost is like one of the other people used. So it doesn't seem like it's like there's no it, like connection to each other.
0: Yeah, someone has suggested that they might all be images from the same magazine. Mm.
1: Except um, the first the the Adriana Lima image doesn't look like it's a, it look almost looks like a, like a selfie she took or something like that.
0: Uh, let me see. I yeah. guess you could publish a selfie. In but a that magazine. doesn't mean that, yeah, I mean, they might have yeah, like yeah. printed something from her social media or something. Uh huh. You know? Uh huh. No, you're right. You're right. So that's the celebrity sixth, celebrity six uh, mystery. I'm not, hmm. it's like, there might be enough there to do a whole episode. I haven't dived fully into that one. It is in the sweet spot for me of like, just absolutely zero stakes mysteries.
1: A hundred percent. (laughs) A hundred percent. Well, okay. And the other thing about it too is, and this is one of the hardest parts about it is because it appears like these images were pulled from different sources, like, Like, one of them is, like, clearly a Getty Images image. Well, it looks like maybe all of them are Getty Images images. Well, that's, like, slightly... No, they're not all. Okay, so they're not all Getty Images images. So, like, hypothetically speaking, someone could have grabbed an image from, like, a source that is not a celebrity thing and it was just like this person's face and this image that I'm grabbing fits my vibe we don't
0: don't know for sure it's a celebrity
1: yeah like it could literally be a stock photo of a completely random human being which would be borderline it could be the person who designed it yeah it could have (laughs) literally taken a selfie of themselves and been like I'm putting myself with all these celebrities because it's because it works and we would never know
0: right it's it's one of those where it's like it seems like it should be solvable, and it also seems like
1: I'm weirdly kind there of obsessed could be eight with eight billion suspects. I'm like I'm like kind of weirdly into this. Like I'm uh-huh. like, hang on, now I have to go, now I have to go read who people think it is because I'm sure. Okay, so I'm already sure that people have done <laughs> this. This one, this one hit for you. I like I it's like it is because it is, it is solve it it. it, it It is hypothetically solvable. It's one of those that seems like it can't be that hard. And yet... Until you see that there are tons of people who have spent years trying to figure it out. Which means... And that's what I was about to say. is like, people clearly have expended obscene amounts of energy trying to figure this out. Yeah. I'm not super wrong with my Jodie Foster, though. She kind of looks like Jodie Foster. Oh, is she... This person
0: kind of looks like a lot of people. That's that's the problem. I don't disagree with you.
1: There,
0: there's some you young Jodie Foster exact, Until you can find an exact photo reference,
1: like yeah, no, it's yeah. Mm, the, this the is gonna, this one, one's gonna bug me. This is the one that's gonna stick with me the most so far. Hey, it's like who who in the goddamn hell is on the goddamn shower curtain?
0: Look, this is how the whole quantum quest thing started. Oh, for us. So, fuck. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to lead us on another, uh, oh shit, we're stuck inside doing a dumb s- internet quest that maybe turns into a podcast. Go nuts. We're
1: doing on a six. We're doing a six part series on who the <laughs> fuck is on this shower curtain. Jesus, hey, who's this lady? Hey, who is this? Who sold the shower curtain? <laughs> See, Ryan, I, this is what I'm saying.
0: We gotta. You now have as much information as I do. No, unfortunately. I know, I know, I know, I know. The, the last one is about people sabotaging the internet. Um, and it's probably more than we can get into right now. Sabotaging the internet? Yeah, there, um, a few years ago, or no, just last year, people in France were, like, intentionally severing
1: internet connections. Oh, like, just ch- just chopping through the wires in the ocean type shit uh
0: yeah basically they found network cables a- in paris underground and we're just going around chopping through them
1: oh to what end unclear because we don't know who did it oh so they're not sharks Uh, They would have to be land sharks. Oh, land. Land cables. Mm.
0: Yeah. It would explain why we haven't found them, though, because they're probably looking for people. Sure. Sure.
1: (laughs) Not (laughs) sharks with legs. (laughs) Well, that's your problem. Have not considered uh, ocean-dwelling suspects yet. (laughs) Have you found a shark that has legs? How about that? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh or maybe like a sewer shark. Is this just like some super we need to go back shit? Oh, like the internet was a bad idea? Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying obviously we don't know, but I'm just saying hypothetically is that what this is? Is this people who are like, "Hey, um this is poisoning all of us. What if we just fucked it up? How do you turn it off? Google's how to turn off the internet." I don't know. Do you have an axe? Yeah. (laughs) Start chopping. Find cables. Find cables. Start chopping. Uh, All right, bud. That's what I got. I want to know. I kind of want to dig into that one, too, because part of me is like, I would be curious to know uh, the motives and the methods and... And is there a broader community of people who are trying to shut off the internet? Because internet haters? Because that has to exist, right? People who are just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> They've got what on the internet? No, no, no. Turn it off. We're not doing that. No, Turn it no, off. no, 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 no. Give me back my my rotary <laughs> phone and my fucking, you know... All right, man, Uh, fucking NASA friggin' episode. We out of here. We out of here. You want to send us an email? It's hi at whatifpodcast.com. Tell us who celebrity number six is. If you want to go see the stinky shit that fucking Jeremy Kerbs makes on the internet, you can go to marshallfarts.org and go fucking check out his website. Why why are you Uh,
0: directing people to him? We
1: don't want people to go to his website. um, Wait, maybe I should. Hang on. Maybe I should do it to his contact form. (laughs) And then you guys. That seems a little aggressive. And then you guys can tell him you think he's a fart. Uh, Just kidding. Don't don't, do that. Don't do that. Hey, don't do that. that. I don't want anyone to do that. Don't do that. Um, But anyway, that guy's a fart. Uh, Okay. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And I guess we'll probably, I don't know, friggin' see you next week or something. Next week, two weeks,
0: five weeks. Who the fuck?
1: Who the fuck knows? We'll tell you later. See you, bye! Too much fucking shit on me. What's that do for the greater good? of dinosaur-like alien reptiles called the babylonian brotherhood who must consume human blood to maintain their human appearance
0: yeah